You want to guess how this subject came up? Yeah, I got some bad news recently. Can't really talk about it. It's a business thing, but I'm working through it. Definitely a lot easier now than it was at the beginning. But it got me thinking. And I thought this would be the perfect subject to talk about this week. Now, when people talk about receiving bad news and the way it affects them and how they might lose sleep over it and the stress that it causes could lead you to a Band-Aid fix. I'm talking about the booze. I'm talking about the drugs. Nowadays, in my home of Canada, where marijuana is legalized, I'm, I'm wondering if people kind of default to that as a way to forget and even though it works in the moment, it's a natural thing. It's, it, there's nothing wrong with it in the sense that it's not going to harm your health, at least not your physical health. It's not really the best solution because we already have the natural solution inside of us. This is something that time always fixes. No matter how bad the news is, no matter how hard it is the process, what's going on or how detrimental it is to your life, time will always fix it. It's kind of a cool thing about life is our brains tend to overblow whatever occurs and you do yourself more damage than anything else. So one amazing talent that hopefully some of these suggestions I have here will provide is the ability to accept the bad news for what it is and realize it's not the end of things. It's not as bad as we make it out to be. It's not going to, you know, ruin your life for the most part. And even if you were, if the bad news was so bad that if you sat back and did nothing, it might ruin your current life, you don't know what the change is going to be down the road. Because I, I'm a huge believer in the idea that things happen for a reason. So if you're receiving this bad news, it's changing your life. I think it did happen for a reason. In the moment, it's not going to feel like it. That's 100% true. But I think down the road, you're going to realize, oh, you know, I was supposed to go through that. So many things have happened in my life where in the moment, I thought it was the worst thing ever. I thought it was the end of the world. But now when I look back on it, I can realize that it was just a part of my experience. What I needed to go through to change who I am that would then motivate me to become the next version of myself. So that's just a, a, a bit of a long-winded intro. The idea of receiving what I call bombshell news, uh, basically bad news, and how to handle it. Now, I'll start off by saying that everything is energy. I'm sure you heard me say this before, many times before. I'm a firm believer in that idea that everything in reality is energy. This is a vibrating atoms and everything that you see, even in yourself, all vibrating at different frequencies, creating different versions of the material world. So when you receive bad news and the stress and the tension that it causes, that's energy as well. And you can use that energy for good and you can use that energy for bad. 
my goal has always been no matter how bad the energy seems, there is a way to use it for good. So you can take that energy that comes out from receiving bad news. I mean, it hits you straight. And you know that term, uh, you feel it in your gut. It it slams you in the gut. This is 100% true. Because the main area where we feel most of this stress, most of this type of uh, air quote bad energy is inside that gut. So when you're stressed out, you might notice that is usually your stomach that takes the brunt of it. This is one of the reasons why, as um, an overweight person, I've experienced this personally, is you eat to kind of comfort yourself. I don't know if you uh, realize it. So like they call it comfort food or, you know, if you eat bad foods that go straight to your gut, it, it, it expands your, like you'll feel it in your stomach. This is a way of getting rid of that stress. So you're stress eating. And the reason is if you eat, it's going to bring a more, I guess, positive feeling to the gut and where you don't want to deal with that stress. But you don't really need to do that to get rid of that pain because if anything, it's just putting a Band-Aid on it. And the more you eat, the, the un, more unhealthy you're going to get, you're eventually going to have more stresses of being overweight and not having enough energy and feeling like your life doesn't have any meaning and you know it turns you into something else. I mean, the, the, the worse the food that you eat, uh, for me personally, it's anything that's you know high sugar, high carbohydrates, it causes you to feel depressed because it runs you down. So the last thing you want to do is eat away your pain. <laughs> I know it's uh, very common. It's like if you have a breakup in a relationship that you're going to immediately go to the ice cream. You know, just open up the carton, and grab the spoon and go to town. <laughs> that's, what, that's what they say. And I, I've never actually done that personally after a breakup, but I can see it being a good thing. It would have you would be fun in the moment, I'm sure. But it won't be fun afterwards. And that's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> so you feel that stress in your gut. And I'm going to tell you, I mean, not only is it always at worst at the beginning and you don't want to get caught in that trap thinking it's always going to be that way, but it also that energy that you're feeling from the stress can be passed away, can be moved to other parts of your body, can be used to give you motivation. I have a quote here. It kind of fits into what I'm talking about. Uh, The brains of humans contain a mechanism that is designed to give priority to bad news. A fellow named Daniel uh, Kahneman, I believe it is. And it's true. 100% true. Because when you get that bad news, immediately your brain goes to work. Like the worst it is and the harder the solution is to find, your brain is just going to keep working trying to find that solution. It's going to haunt your days. It's going to haunt your nights. You're going to have a hard time sleeping. And this is just how it works because our brains are set on the mode to figure things out. It doesn't have to be that way. And I've, I've studied quite a bit trying to, to train my brain to be a different way, to be able to just stay quiet and wait for the answer to come, which is definitely the more healthy way of doing it. But when you're stuck in a sense that your entire world is set in this vision that you have of yourself, So I have a vision that this is the person who I am. 
This is how I interact with my friends and family. And this is what I do for a living. This is what identifies me as who I am. That's Daniel. Daniel does that for a living. So if something attacks that to change it, you're in a fight tooth and nail to try and stop that. Because that's how you've identified yourself. And by that changing, you're basically accepting death, uh, according to your brain. So if your brain is fearing this as much as it's fearing death, it's just going to keep going. It's just going to keep going, thinking, I have to save us. And it's going to try and find a solution. This is the stuff that keeps you up at night. But the problem is, it's almost this uh, feedback loop, because you're feeling that stress inside your gut is pushing that uh, stress to make your brain work. And then as your brain works harder to try and find a solution, it's not really doing it. It's going to create more stress. It's just going to go in a circle. This energy is going to build and it's going to build and it's going to build until you explode or until you go into depression or until you try and put a Band-Aid on it. And let's just hope that Band-Aid is not your continuous uh, source, such as marijuana or drinking, which can lead to all other, you know, worse problems. So instead, there's got to be another way. Now, as one little side note for a tip, this is something that's worked well for me. And I know it doesn't work for everyone, especially if you have to wake up the next morning early to go to work or something. You know, it's hard for this to work. But you can always call in sick if you need to, which technically you're kind of sick, uh, sick mentally, sort of, so, so to speak. Uh, but if you can't sleep, I always say don't. Because by forcing yourself to try to sleep when it's not working, it's just not healthy because you're you're going to just frustrate yourself even more i always find that though if i can't sleep because something's bothering me that if i just get myself out of bed as quickly as possible i i'll, I'll go read a book i'll go meditate actually you know what uh forget the read a book part focus mostly on the meditation because this is actually really so if you wake up at night not only are you you're in a good kind of set mind to meditate because your body is actually already quite relaxed, even if you are kind of stressed. And nighttime is very quiet. So if you just sit in a room, uh, cross-legged on the floor of your couch, and just close your eyes and just think of the problem that's bothering you and the feelings that it's causing, and just focus on it for a while. Uh, not only does it build your focus, it uh, also helps alleviate that pain. It dulls it quicker than having to wait for it just to naturally pass. So that, that's a good suggestion. I, I, I It works very well for me. So that if you can't sleep at night because of a problem, just get up, quiet room, darkness, cross-legged, wherever, like the lotus position as they call it, and just go into meditation mode, uh, focus on the problem, focus on the feelings it's causing. You know, you might even get some solutions. Maybe have a pen and paper nearby so if the solutions pop into your mind, you can quickly write them down. And the next day, you, you'll realize, oh, it has some really good insights there. I really got into a deep meditation because it's the middle of the night and you're already relaxed. So very, very good tip that's worked uh, very well for me. A yeah, very good tip. If I don't say so myself, it's a very good tip. But it's worked very well for me, and I hope it works well for you. But what about the energy itself? And for this, I have a bit of another meditation. Now, I think meditation has gotten kind of a bad association because if you tell a person who's uh, set on the stress mindset that they should do meditation, the first thing they think, what? I got to sit in a room in the quiet and do nothing but stare at the wall. 
that's not technically what meditation is. I mean, you can listen to music, but really what you're doing it is you're doing it for a purpose. And some, for some reason, just a regular meditation, the purpose is to get to another level of focus, to get to another level of calm that you normally don't have in your regular day-to-day life. But on the other side, the meditation could be used for solutions, for picturing a future that you might want. The old uh, law of attraction, not the secret version, but the, you know, the more uh, focusing energy version of the law of attraction. So, I mean, there could be a purpose to meditation. It could just be there be to relax the muscles in your body and enjoy that feeling. It could be anything. For this one, though, it is the ability to take the stress out of your gut and move it to other parts of your body where it could be more useful. And this has worked very well for me in the sense that if I receive stressful news, I'm not quite there yet, but I will find that my my brain will immediately react to that and said, instead of feeling terrible about it, I feel kind of good about it because I realize that energy that's going to come from the stress can now be moved around, uh, most importantly, to the mind. And, you know, if anything, there's a bit of euphoric feeling that comes with doing this. So for this meditation, it's the same type of thing. The old go to a quiet place, find a quiet moment. The old sitting in the lotus position, if you can, if not, just in a chair with your uh, legs crossed over each other and then your hands folded in front of you. And the reason why you're doing that is you're you're completing a loop within your body. So there's no really no area where the energy can kind of escape. That's the lotus position that's good for that. But if you can't do it like me, I have a lower back pain sometimes. So for that, I'll just sit and I'll cross my legs and I'll cross my arms. And that's enough. So get yourself in the position, quiet place, quiet moment. And then I want you to focus on that tension. So usually it's in your gut. Now, when I say gut or stomach, you might be thinking, okay, down where the belly button is. That's not the case. Uh, This might blow your mind, but it's actually above that. Down where the belly button is, that's where your intestines are. So above that is where your stomach is, just kind of where the lungs are, that same area. So when you have the stress, it's more as some people mistake it with their solar plexus, but it is really just their stomach. So if you focus in on that part of your body and you feel that energy, feel that tension, I don't really know how to describe it. I've been trying to think of the best way to do that. But anybody who's been stressed, you know the feeling. It's definitely like a tension. It's it, it's kind of, it hurts a little bit. Not sharp pain, but like a dull pain. And that's from the tension that uh, it causes with the muscles in the gut. So you focus in on that and you push it. So you can feel it move upwards. You don't want to push it down. You want to push it up. Because the upper portion of your body is the more spiritual centers of your body. So you have the gut, you have the heart, you have the throat, you have the um, uh, pineal gland, so the brain, and then you have the uh, crown of the head. So you can feel that energy kind of go through each of those energy centers until it gets to the mind. Now I hold it there. I usually hold in the mind. Sometimes I'll even spread it out to my arms and legs, which I think helps. I don't know if that's an acceptable thing to do or not, but I don't follow the rules. I'm a rebel. But I'll spread it out to my arms and legs, but mostly I'll hold it in my mind because I find it makes it helps me think better. So I'm taking the energy that from the gut where it's stress, 
moving into the mind where it then can cause me to, you know, think a little better and into the arms and legs where it caused me to have maybe more, a little more energy. But by moving out of the gut, as it keeps rising up, you're giving yourself more energy. You're charging yourself. And you'd be amazed at how much energy sits in that gut energy center of the body. Like sometimes I'll do this meditation. I'll just keep it flowing it flowing it flowing and it won't stop. And the more I think of the problem, the more energy that comes. But eventually I think you train yourself to not hold on to so much and you start to pass it naturally or you don't create as much when something stressful comes along. So in the way the stress is feeding you, it's giving you energy that you can use for other things. Now, by passing that energy, you're allowing yourself to be in a calm state. And the answers that you need to fix the problem, sorry, I, I fix isn't the right word for this, the energy that you need to come to the next level of your journey is going to come in calm. By focusing on trying to fix it logically, I think you're going to have a harder time. And you might come to a solution eventually, but you know, what has happened to you in the meantime is what really matters. So being able to pose the question, what do I do next? And then being able to give it a silent time to come with a solution is a very powerful thing. So if you pass that energy out of the guts, it's taking away the stress. It's hopefully bringing you back to a calm state where you're comfortable again. And within that comfort, even though the world might be crashing around you or you're seeing it this way, it's inside that comfort that you're hopefully going to find your solution. Not hopefully. In, in every single case where I've had this occur, I found the solution. Or I've come to the realization that no solution was needed. You know, come to the realization that all I need to do is just be myself in that moment. To just let things kind of settle on their own and it will kind of fix itself. But either way, that answer then comes to you. It's, it's just this natural thing that just flows into you. It's like coming from, I know it's probably not the best term for it, but it's coming from like a higher power. This is almost something is communicating you through you in the mind. It's just going to pop into your head. I don't know if you've ever had that experience before. Uh, many of the great names in history, the great thinkers in history have said that. I think Einstein, I, I could be wrong on this, but said that the theory of relativity, at least the initial roots of it, came to him in a dream. So there's the idea is that these, these things can flow into your mind naturally. I mean, there's some comfort in that. It's a little freaky too, but I mean, there's some comfort in that. So you need to be calm to allow it to happen. If you're on edge, if you're stressed, if you're tense, if your gut is bothering you, you're not going to be able to find that solution easily because your brain is screaming out. Your brain keeps talking and it's going to talk over any answers that could possibly come to you. For that reason, you need to find that calm. And just note, I mean, even if you don't do anything that I said in this entire episode, all you need to know is that one saying that you've heard a million times before, this too shall pass. This too shall pass is 100% true because just like everything, time heals all wounds. 
So if you have that stress inside of you, your gut's killing you, you're, you're just feeling it every single day, you're having trouble sleep at night, yeah, those few first days are going to suck. They're going to suck terribly. But after that, it's going to dull. Because that's just what happens. Any type of pain in your body, it dulls over time. And this is the same thing. An energetic pain, same type of thing. So you just leave it for a little while, eventually it will dull out, and you won't feel so bad about it. And maybe after that, you'll just naturally come to a more calm state. And eventually the answer will just pop into your head and everything will be good. So you got time on your side. You got meditation on your side. And if you can get to a state of calm, you have a higher power on your side. So the idea that nothing in the moment of its worst feelings is ever going to be like that forever as long as you don't feed it. So these are the ideas that you just kind of accept what's going on. Just allow the the news to come to you. Just allow yourself to process it. And these little tricks that can be done to, you know, dull that pain that you're feeling. And eventually it will pass or eventually you'll come to a realization or eventually you'll come to a solution. But either way, everything will be fine in the end. Anyway, thanks for so much for listening, everyone. I'll talk to you next week.